Support for this podcast comes from Outdoor Supply Hardware, inviting listeners to OSHA's big anniversary sale celebration, May 20th through the 26th, featuring daily deals, $15,000 in giveaways, 20% off store-wide on Saturday and Sunday, and a lot more. Learn more at OSH.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing... And I know you love what you're hearing. Please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. From KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mina Kim. Coming up on Forum, we'll get an update on the wildfires ravaging the state's landscape. Then Claudia Rankin joins us. The poet, playwright, MacArthur Fellow, and best-selling author has a new book titled Just Us, where she engages in conversation with her white friends, spouse, and even strangers who are white about whiteness and privilege to learn, among other things, what's possible in the intimacy of conversation, and to learn more about herself. We'll talk with Rankin about the power and limits of conversation as a means for interracial understanding. That's all next on Forum. Join us. This is Forum. I'm Mina Kim. The Bear Fire flared to more than 254,000 acres Wednesday east of Paradise, a small city that was decimated by wildfire in 2018. Meantime, the Creek Fire near Fresno has burned nearly 170,000 acres. We get an update on the act of fires with KQED's Lily Jamali, host of the California Report. Hi, Lily. Hi, Mina. How are you? I'm all right. First, can you give us an update on this Bear Fire, part of the North Complex fires, which sounds like... The bear fire grew fast in the last couple of days. It really did. And the North Complex fire, which you mentioned the bear fire is part of, started actually last month when those dry lightning strikes happened. It has since moved into Butte County. And the most recent data that we're seeing, as you said, shows that this thing is about 250,000 acres right now. So it's getting pretty close to areas that got hit two years ago in the Camp Fire, which you'll remember destroyed the town of Paradise. And last night, Butte County Sheriff Corey Honey, I should say, uh, said that they know of three people who have passed away as of last night. So, you know, on top of that, you have many structures destroyed in and around uh, the community of Berry Creek and others. Um, They are not currently releasing the names of the people who passed away as they try to identify them and let their families know. Um, But, you know, I think a lot of people who went through the campfire are having um, sort of deja vu and a lot of, you know, memories are being triggered by what's going on right now. Yes. And as you said, there has been very little information so far about the three people who've died. And 
Thousands uh, have been evacuated. Now, can you talk a little bit about how authorities are communicating evacuations to people? There's definitely uh, PG&E power shutoffs impacting Butte County. I mean, is this is communication better? Yeah, I mean, this is a huge issue in Butte County where um, when the campfire happened, people were not notified in time to get out. In fact, there were people who were calling 911 uh, and, and were told very early on in the fire by dispatchers that it was actually okay to stay. Dispatchers themselves were getting information incrementally. They had this system called Code Red back then. It's a similar technology to Nixle, which many of us here in the Bay Area use. Um, they have been urging people to sign up for Code Red, you have to opt in. And one of the things they've done is supplemented it with another application called iPause, which is aimed at reaching all the people who haven't opted into Code Red. Um, they also started using this high-low siren. They've outfitted a lot of law enforcement vehicles with this siren so you can drive through neighborhoods and ideally people will recognize it and recognize that that siren means it's time to leave. Um, but you know, this is an ongoing concern and you have to remember that during the 2018 campfire with you know some far from perfect systems in place then, there was no message sent out early on about the oncoming danger. Um, and that fire ended up being the deadliest in state history. These shutoffs also you know, instituted by PG&E in order to to prevent fires is, a, is an ongoing issue as well, because if you don't have, uh, you know, a working cell phone or your phone doesn't get a signal, how are you supposed to know what to do? Well, and it sounds like, though, that this time there are some systems in place that are working at least a little bit better and that there is some containment on this particular fire, 24 percent, since it did start so long ago. Mm -hmm. Could you give us an update on the Creek Fire? I, I know it's burned some 170,000 acres. It's still zero percent containment? The Creek Fire is still 0% contained. Uh, the last figures that I have are that it has burned about 167,000 acres. Um, our colleague Alex Hall is on the ground there. And the big storyline there, I think, you know, most of the, you know, dramatic helicopter evacuations have taken place. It seems like the people who were stuck are now, you know, in a safe place on safe ground. But, you know, resources being so stretched thin, that to me is the, the real issue to watch because because of the scope and size, the number of fires that are currently burning in uh, in California and you know other states on the West Coast, there's such a dependence right now on help from the outside. So we're hearing um, that that fire personnel from other states and in fact other countries are now coming in to try to ease some of that burden. Um, during a briefing yesterday, a Cal Fire official said that they currently have 1,300 firefighters on the line fighting the Creek Fire in, in and around Fresno uh, County. And under normal conditions, they normally have about 3,000 to 4,500 firefighters on the incident. So compare 4,500 with the 1,300 that they have right now. Uh, this is information from CAL FIRE that was tweeted out last night by my colleague Alex Hall. Um, you know, it just gives you a sense of just how stretched the you know, the community of fire personnel is right now. They're doing everything they can, but also trying to put out so many fires in so many different places right yes, now. Yes, and it sounds like the only saving grace, at least around the Creek Fire, is that it is, while it is growing, it is growing a little more slowly as a result of changes in the weather. Lily Jamali, thanks so much for this fire update and for staying on top of it all. Thanks, Mina.
KQED's Lily Jamali. She's co-host and correspondent and with the California Report. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.